Wait, what happened? They started laughing. It was like five seconds of silence first. Oh, sorry. I will be sure to start, right? Wait, so... Rick started oh, laughing, but we're good, so right? I started we just, laughing. We can just cut this part out, right? So I can just keep, I can just start again? Uh, uh, cause I can't sleep without you. No, I don't want to dream about you. Wish I had my arms wrapped around you. Hello and welcome to Halo 7 Radio. That lovely opening sequence was brought to you by Jeffrey Tan. Hello, I feel so embarrassed right now. <laughs> I'm also joined by Rick Sadres. I, I can't. It, it sounds like he's trying to, like, like he's listening to the music and waiting for it to get to the words. And Rahul City. Thank you for oh some God. wonderful music, Jeffrey. It's because the first time I messed it up completely, so I wanted to listen to the music just to get it right. Okay. That was... I can't so get, professional. I, my brother sent me that song and I can't get it out of my head, so that Clearly, is the problem. Maybe nobody else will be able to now either. They'll thank us. <laughs> I can't stop. Our, our 18 listeners now that the angels are on a downward spiral. Yes. I, I thank you all, 18 of you. Guys. Yes. We appreciate <laughs> including all 18. Including of you. Justin Upton's ears. <laughs> including Justin. <laughs> all right. We are here to talk to you about some Angels baseball. We are going to talk about the good, a little bit of the bad, give you a preview of what to expect next week, and generally have a good time in the process. So here we go. Last week, the hero of the week was not Mike Trout. It was not Shohei Otani. It was... Dun dun dun. Somebody? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious who you're going to say, because kind of... Goodwin and Pujols split the... Oh, that's true. Yeah. I was going to say Pujols, but Goodwin had a fantastic week as well. Yeah, I think Goodwin had a better week. Yeah. Uh, Objectively, yes, but from a driving and runs perspective, I think Pujols was a little better on that front. You you did say RBIs are important, Jeffrey. Because that's the the non-objective... That was a joke. That was a joke. (laughs) The most important statistic in baseball. Is velocity. Oops. Because it is the greatest indicator of success. Thank you. Anyway, good win. Um, (laughs) 23 plate appearances. He led off the game sometimes, and he also hit third behind Mike Trout, which is crazy because that's been Otani's spot the entire year. And when Otani's out, either pretty much Justin Upton, Andrelton Simmons a couple times. But he had a 1.106 OPS, which is higher than Mike Trout's OPS on the year. Wow. That's because Trout sucks. No, um, <laughs> Goodwin Ooh, was absolutely phenomenal. Send the email to Rick. <laughs> Goodwin was absolutely phenomenal. And I even said um, earlier this week that, I mean, he's just been... Honestly, like I was looking at his, at his war for the season for Fangraphs, and it's almost equal to Calhoun's with like 200 fewer plate appearances yeah for sure and like you said uh, now Goodwin has the second highest OPS on the team which is crazy when you think about everyone else who's there like Otani Lestella I can't think of anyone else at the moment well, we had a genuinely good Stassi. offense for a while too yeah <laughs> so for, for him to be he's above Lestella he's above Lestella he's above Upton he's above Simmons he's above Fletcher, he's above everybody. I mean, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's I, not just the hot surge. 
I think Goodwin no. is at the point where he's legitimately justifying himself for a starting outfield spot next season. Mm-hmm. Because remember that they, if the Angels want Cole Calhoun, they'll either have to pick up his option, which is $14 million, or they'll have to re-sign him to a shorter, to a similar deal with less money. Or they can just go with Brian Goodwin, who they already have. Yeah. Um, While we wait for Joe Adele. Right. So Goodwin has been extremely good this year, and surprisingly so. The Angels will take that. Yeah, because when uh, after his first initial success, when he got around the time he got injured and everything, he had a little bit of a dip in production, and everyone was saying, including me, you know, this might be who Goodwin really is. He doesn't seem to be having much success, um, and this might be his true talent level, but he's kept it up, and I think he's using the juiced ball to his advantage. He has increased his launch angle and now has a career high in home runs. I think the only thing possibly holding him back is his defense. Obviously, he's one of the worst defenders on the team, um, bar none, including Upton. But his offense is justifying playing him over literally Upton and Otani. Yeah, so, but the I yeah. Mean, thing is, I wouldn't necessarily project him to be better offensively than Upton even next year as of right now. Right, which is which is fair, but right now, like yeah, in yeah, this yeah. season and everything, like his defense is absolutely atrocious. But he's he's justifying <laughs> that's like he, like Rahul said that starting spot for next year over re-signing Calhoun, which I never hoped they were in that they were in the signing Calhoun mentality in the first place. But now I think they have a reason to to justifiably not do it. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um, yeah. I'm just saying that. Even because the, because he has worse defense, I probably wouldn't start him ahead of Upton if we had to win one game tomorrow or even next year because Justin Upton still brings the history of what he's done in his career behind him, and I think that he'll bounce back to a reasonably... Like, he's not going to hit below 200 for the rest of his contract. Let me ask you this. Yeah? Okay, Based on what you just said, would you rather see Pujols bat over Upton right now? Right now, for tomorrow? For tomorrow. Based on their history. Yes. And based on their current performance as well. Yes, because I'm biased and I like recent stats a lot. Well, well, what do, what do they have to do? Do they have to hit a home run or do they have to be a productive hitter? Be a productive hitter. If I had to see someone tomorrow, I'd... I'd rather see Pujols than Upton. Hit. I'd rather see Pujols than Upton or Goodwin, personally, as well. Uh, than Goodwin? Uh, yeah. Well, Jeffrey, you did just say you'd rather see Upton tomorrow than Goodwin. Yeah. So for you to say that you'd rather see Pujols than uh, Upton, break, but Goodwin I, over Pujols, uh, that's kind of a trap, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I didn't break B. the transitive. Wait. You did. No, I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to determine if I wanted to see... <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. You uh, totally trapped yourself. You did. I am irrational. <laughs> Can't get anything by us, Jeffrey. Humans are not rational subjects. But nope. no, to be fair, back on the pool holes subject, um, Pools has, over the past 30 games, been, um, quite a win probability added, the most valuable player on the team. For sure. Um, and it's hard to knock what he's done. I mean, he's been going opposite field more often. 
Um, over 20% finally when he's been like at 15 or lower for a while now. Um, Percent-wise, going opposite field. Um, it's just, he's completely changed his approach and you've got to like what you've seen <clears throat> from it. Yes. Yeah, and you wonder if it's something that he could be doing for the rest of his contract with the Angels or if it's something that he's only doing because he's trying to get hits right now and trying to keep his batting average over 300. Although if... And it's... Well, it's interesting you say it, though, because over the past 30 games, as I mentioned, he is the only hitter with an average above 300, which is exactly 302. <laughs> yeah, because Jessica <laughs> likes batting average. That's very important to her. Exactly. It, it's important. To her, Certainly yes. not the so most important. Jessica um, admits <laughs> to being the biggest fanboy of Pujols I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> Fangirl, I'm sorry. I, I, was, I was like, wait, word. I'm a fanboy of Pujols. <laughs> fanboy is, is gender neutral. Okay, anyway. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Especially right. if it's fanboy with a B-O-I. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> in any I case... In I any said case. I was a big fan of Pujols. Oh, yeah, you're a humongous fan. Um, um, he <laughs> I mean, right no, now but, he's fantastic. Yeah, but, in, in yeah. all fairness, it's like, oh, like I said, over the past month, he's absolutely justified himself playing. And so we said earlier this week... we gave up on making the playoffs. It's what he yeah. started being good, is what you're saying. <clears throat> Almost, clear. That, that almost is, exactly that. That yeah. is very fair, yes. But okay, it's not checking. It's not exactly garbage time hitting. Like I said, he's coming through to try and help us win it's, games. No, no, it's not garbage time hitting. It's garbage game hitting. Exactly. So it's kind of different, but it's <laughs> I I almost it almost feels like he switched his approach because he knows the games don't matter anymore. So he feels he can he can try to experiment. Although he is being a more effective hitter like this, which is ironic, I think. I agree. Hmm. All right, who do we have? Well, right. Speaking have of pools for the past week, he had a 1.035 OPS. He had that nice homer, the yellow line homer, <laughs> and hit 350 with the 600 slugging and didn't strike out all that much, only 8.7% uh, strikeout rate, which is really good for him. Yeah, that's pretty low. You know who and had a 100% strikeout rate? My favorite player, Justin Poor. <laughs> Fine, it was one at bat, but still. 100% is 100%. I thought you were going to say Stassi, honestly. <laughs> I, mean, I was looking for it. Set strike, okay, that would just be crazy. If where he where to is he even on my... Stats. I don't think he had the right plate appearance number. He had, I think he's oh, blind to you because you just hate him so much. He struck much. out once, I think, out of six. Wait, don't they say love is blind? So <laughs> you can't find him. Wow. So you're blind right. to Stassi. So hate is blind, so too. Him. I have a question for you guys. You need to look away from your stats for a minute, though. Okay. Um, you, okay. Um, if you could pick one stat to determine if a player was good or bad last week, what would it be? In a week? Yes. Uh, wait, hitting, right? Yes. OPS. Well, WRC plus. Okay. Either amount, of those. Amounts Wait. of heart and hustle displayed. You, well, okay. You gotta. <laughs> okay, Rahul. <laughs> <seriously. laughs> well, you, you gotta com- You gotta say the the statistic, but combine with the number of plate appearances because you can't just be like. I mean, a good one amount of plate appearances. Yeah. In yeah. a in a qualified hitter, yes. I would go off of w, WRC plus okay. as the fairest, but. And I agree. Rahul? I agree yeah. with Rick. Yeah. Jeffrey OPS. Well, yeah, OPS. Also, you're comparing them okay. to each other, right? So right. that already neutralizes WRC plus or OPS plus. 
No, it and are you guys still not? No, it you doesn't. guys still not looking at your stats? Yeah, it does. OPS. No, you're thinking. You're thinking OPS of double counts for power. OPS you're, you're overrates power of, hitters. You're thinking of OPS plus um, different versions of it, Jeffrey. You're not thinking of WRC plus. Okay. Okay. Ignore so, that. was Mike Trout good or bad last week? He was. Uh, he was okay. With a 166. He was good, WRC but he was less. Plus. He was less good than usual. Okay. <laughs> That is lower than average Mike Trout. Right, but that is a good number. It really His is. His on-base percentage inflates it drastically. Well, he got on base half the time, which is ridiculous. Yes. So are you saying that him getting on base half the time is bad? No. no I'm saying he's good. I'm saying it's, he's good. But. It's a tricky situation. He literally OBP <laughs> is amazing, but when it's excessive... It takes away from success. Now, I he, think he I lo- think that we should be losing right now. So it's a good thing that he's not driving and runs. But he was number three in your... <laughs> if you pick, could pick your one stat of what makes a good player, he was the third best on yeah, the he team. Yeah, well, he was fine. He, he definitely he was the third his, best player on the team. Yeah, he, he lowered was. his season <laughs> WRC+. Plus, he lowered his OPS. He lowered pretty much all the rate stats you can think of. He and like yet, probably lowered his average homer per week stat too. And yet honestly. he was sixty six percent better than league average. Yeah. <laughs> so how could you call that bad? Right. Yeah, it's it's not you that can't. he's bad, even though he sucks. It's that <laughs> it's wow. that he was bad compared to himself. Yeah. I know, and that's like uh, I think generally everyone knows that when we say Trout sucks right now, it, it he's sucking compared to himself. I don't I don't know Except when he sucks compared to like everybody else too. I don't but when was the last that. time that happened? I don't know. So, so rel- relative probably. suck versus absolute. I don't think suck. so. I think he. I think he was yes. average after his injury. The I, theory of relative suck. <laughs> <laughs> is that Rick's is that going to be the title? The, the Trout's theory of relative suckitude. Yes, relative suck versus absolute suck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Jessica was here, to be honest. Just her. <laughs> wow. All right. Anybody else we need to talk about on the offensive side? Yeah, we can talk about the catching duo. Oh, which how bad catching? Kevin Smith has been for a while now. Yeah, which, do you think he's still having concussion issues or what? I don't know. Every time someone has a concussion, I don't, I don't immediately assume they're, they're ready, even when they say they are. Get this. Our catching combined for... How many hits do you think our catching duo had over the uh, past week? 0.00. It's zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. Catchers had zero or one. Oh, my gosh. I can't see Stassi's numbers on here, so I just assumed maybe it was one. You like just assumed that it's Well, zero. I'll clear it up for you. Stassi has a negative 37 WRC+, and Kevin Smith is at negative 76. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that tweet the other, the other day that said uh, Jeff Mathis is on pace for one of the lowest... Uh, WRC pluses minimum 225 plate appearances in wow. history behind all of Bill Bergen's seasons you know back when he was a catcher in, in 1906 or whatever and they didn't care about offense at all um, but I was looking at Stassi's numbers and it's going to be hard for him to get to 225 plate appearances especially since he's platooning right now with Kevin Smith but if he did he would be lower than Mathis he is somehow worse at the plate than he was as an Astro this year. I mean, okay, well, 
taking that statement in a nutshell, if anyone came from the Astros to the Angels, I would expect you to be able to say that. Right, but he had a 24 WRC plus as an Astro. But he got worse because he left the Astros. Quick question. <laughs> quick question. Um, so, These are never quick, audience. Never. So if you, <laughs> if you take Kevin Smith's WRC plus over the past week and Max Stassi's, and you add it together, you're at negative more than 100. That's not how it works. <laughs> I, I mean, not, that's, that's, that's not how it works. Also, that's, that's not how a question. That's it works, honestly. <laughs> that's not a question. So you're saying that Max Stassi and Kevin Smith are worse than Justin Bohr combined. I mean, combined are worse than Justin Bohr. I'm saying that they're... 100% worse than league average. Exactly. They're more than 100% worse <laughs> than league average. You may, you may say it doesn't work that way, but it sure feels like it does. It does. <laughs> okay. And that... And that, my friends, is absolute suck. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you add WRC. <laughs> All right, I think that's okay. it for the hitters. We yeah, nothing was else a, stood out. Well, I did want to just suck. quickly mention that I mean, Otani was been has been absolutely awful as well. Yeah. Yeah, and even got a couple days off, back to back, which is that's never happened this year. Yeah, it's it's been terrible. Like mm-hmm. it was le- legitimately awful. I think that's fair to say. Let's see if he figures it out one more month. Yeah, he's got yep. some time. All right, pitchers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there were some good ones. But for the most part, most of the pitchers, most of the uh, relievers did well. Yeah, most, it's, uh, it's just the game was over by the time they entered. Exactly. Most, most <laughs> True. Of wow, looking at this. Garcia, Robles, Mejia, Sandoval, Batri, Del Pozo. Middleton all had a batting average against of 167 or less. That's pretty great. Wow. Yeah, like I said, the relievers yep. did really well. Hansel I'm, Robles pitched four perfect innings. Four. Perfect. Yeah. Zero whip. Zero. Zero point zero 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 zero. Yeah. Zero the, point zero. The only, guy who, strikeouts. the only guy who really got into massive trouble was Jose Rodriguez, but he pitched out of it and didn't allow any runs. So. And it was garbage time. Yeah, so, so I mean that, that that's really commendable of the bullpen, but from the starters, that's a different question. <laughs> there was one bad bullpen pitcher though. Yeah, Cam Bedrosian, after carrying oh, yeah. the bullpen for the entire second half, is now he's, injured. You go ahead and look at his stats. He's been bad for about a month and a half. He's been carrying Cam Bedrosian. Yes. Cam Bedrosian has not been bad for the last month and a half. Well, she did just say the last month, not the last month and a half. No, she said month and a half. Yeah, must have cut you out know, I was going to say month, but then month and a half. Hopefully I'm not half. wrong, because we could play that back, and that would be bad if I were I wrong. Did, because, no, okay. I, come on, so, last week he, he pitched like no. the most innings out of all of us. And okay. All of us? Wait, actually, hold on. Phrasing, phrasing. That's actually not true, because I pitched 10 games last week, so I might have pitched more <laughs> no. This is the well, reason why, okay? Well, he got more strikeouts than you. Cam Bedrosian. The number of pitches he threw, if you add the velocities from each of those, they are probably <laughs> they probably add up to more than your velocities. Ooh. Cam, con- considering no, his slow in your tentative. So, being, being completely serious for half a second, okay? What? Cam Bedrosian has had a legitimate problem with Texas this year. The... Okay, he has allowed... Five runs over the last. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. He's allowed seven runs since July 14th, 
and only two of those were not against Texas Rangers. Okay. Oh, so you mean Texas, Texas, not just the state of Texas. Correct. Texas Rangers. I mean, he also allowed <laughs> quite a few runs to the, to the Astros in early July as well. But just against the Rangers alone, five of the seven runs over the past, what, like 20 appearances were across three games against Texas. Yeah, and then early on, earlier on yeah. the season, that really bad game he had was also against Texas. I noticed he also he gave up against Cleveland and Houston. Yeah, but those are good teams, though. I yeah. noticed that uh, he always so he, sweats a lot when he's in Texas. So he can't, he, he can't be expected to pitch well against good teams, Rahul? Uh, well, no comment. Well, the Texas no Rangers are not exactly a great team. I'm just saying, like... Let me give you Well, they're a good stats. offense. Actually, I don't know. What are they good at? Well, they, they do have Because they have offense, two good starters. Right. And Barbecuing. Have... Okay. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. but I, I'm just being serious for a second. Like I said, like, he only allowed... In in let me see, let me count them one two three four I five need to six give you some seven stats. eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen in fourteen appearances that were not against Texas the last fourteen appearances not against Texas say Texas again say it over and over again <laughs> Texas <laughs> okay Texas. now proceed with your stat yeah the last fourteen games not against Texas he allowed <laughs> sorry two runs one earned. Okay. That seems pretty good to me. So He just sucks against the Rangers. Let me give you his stats going all the way back to June 30th when he gave up five runs to the Oakland A's. 23 innings pitched, 25 hits allowed, six walks. So that's 31 hits and walks over 23 innings. You can do the, you can do the whip math. math it's like 1.25. The, <laughs> the whip math. <laughs> 4.7 ERA since June 30th. That's not good. Oh, it's good. actually 1.35. I was off by 0.1. And Sorry, his OPS guys. given up is 801 in that time. That's not bad. It's okay. it's. I think it's about league average. That Let me tell you this. 801 is about good. league average. I want to mention this, though. My this argument is, was that he wasn't good, <clears throat> and I think that's not good. This is one major problem, okay? Other than just the, the 4.70 ERA. Six of the runs he allowed, a third of them, were unearned. So this Angels superior top ten defense everyone keeps talking about that I've been complaining about since what? the beginning of the season. Uh, it's a lie. Yes, <laughs> you're a lie. Thank you. I appreciate lie. it. And it is yes, the cake is a lie. <laughs> I mean, a lot of that has to do with Andrelton Simmons like deteriorating. But yes, Rahifo. the Angels well, I mean, defense is definitely yeah, not Rahifo, as good Rahifo's as people think it is. Issues. Definitely. Renhifo has some solid defense, but he has some serious error problems. Yeah. And which he has means, good range, too, which is weird. Yeah. Which and means then, that he doesn't have solid defense if he's making errors. Well, according to the stats, his defense is pretty good, but well, his errors also are a lot. According to other theories, errors aren't the best measure of defense, which I suspect <laughs> you know the theories, Rahul, and are choosing to conveniently ignore them. I think that Rahul doesn't know, and you need to give him a full lecture. Okay. I think that you should tell me and in and uh, inform the audience about that as well. So, the really cool thing about an error is that it implies that you as a fielder got to the ball. But what if you didn't get to the ball? Then you can't get an error. Inserts thinking cat meme. Like, well, like if I you mean, trip over your you... shoes and the ball's 10 feet away from you, that's not an error. Well, well yes. that's kind of true yeah. because if you get to yeah. the ball but you don't get to the ball... You can still get an error. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't understand that, but it was funny. So I got none of that. Okay, well, rewind. Errors are usually should be um, de-emphasized when a player has low errors, but they aren't able to get to balls that most players get to. This is the this is the exact opposite of that. No, scenario. but the logic should still hold. Why does the logic hold? Because he may be good at one aspect of defense, such as range or arm, and not good at the other aspect, avoiding errors, and he still might be a plus defender, which I think he is. And avoiding is errors has been brought to you by the following message. <laughs> In- insert <laughs> ad here. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Halo's Heaven Radio. Damn it, Jeffrey, leave it blank. <laughs> no, we have to welcome people back from the commercial break. Thank you guys for returning. <laughs> you Thank you, Justin's that. ears. Yes. <laughs> Moving on from the defensive debate. Yes, we need more pictures <laughs> to talk about. Um, we now have two lefties in the bullpen, Miguel Del Pozo and Aldoberto Mejia for the first time this year, and Brad Osmus will have a lot of fun with them in September. Oh, goody. Yep, that means long <laughs> innings, long yes. games, long, late night post games. Do we have anything interesting to say about the starters? <laughs> um, Andrew Heaney has been better. Um, his last start wasn't as good, right. but in composite on the week, he's looked good. Um, 11 innings pitched, 3.27 ERA, 14 strikeouts. Um, the walks are getting up there, five walks. And still struggling with the home run ball, two home runs. But he's been doing better than he had been before, which is good to see considering that you know he hasn't exactly developed as much as we liked him and expected him to. And uh, hopefully he's making strides to get there. Cody Bellinger, really nice Cody Bellinger just homered, so now there's a like four-way tie at the top. Wow. Oh no, <laughs> that means he has 44. Yeah, he should have passed. Oh, he's he's ahead sucks. now. Trout the nice thing about Andrew Thanks Heaney, for that, though, Jeffrey <laughs> is that Andrew Heaney, um, I had predicted that he would probably do terribly this week because he had two home starts, and he has been pretty poor at home this year. Uh, this year, so. It was nice to see a good home start in the first half of the week from him. Second start was not as impressive, but it was nice to see one good thing. Hey, you guys want to hear something positive about the entire pitching staff? Yes. Not a single one of them gave up a triple last week. Wow. Wow, I think that's really <laughs> so impressive. Good. Yeah, I, I appreciate that split, to be honest. Um, <laughs> no triples allowed in a week. That's just that's impressive. We need us. some positive news. You know, in basketball, if it's a close game... And it's late in the game. You always tell your guys, no Prevent threes allowed. Them, yeah. We're not giving up threes. And the we Angels, did it. We didn't did give that. up any threes. It's still honestly, lost, Honestly, when you don't give up <laughs> any threes um, as a team, you've basically won the, won the week. 
right? That's how I feel. I mean, we did hit four batters, but you take the good with the bad a little bit. I mean, why is that a bad thing? Well, I want I want to know why. We're just thinning out the competition. <laughs> culling, culling the herd. These players are fighting for their jobs next year, and you know, if you hit a few guys, then you're just being a team player, and also <laughs> helping the tank. Exactly. Yeah. It's a true win-win. Okay. Fantastic. Are we good on the pitchers? Oh, you know what? Trevor Cahill still exists. I just have to say that every time we oh, yeah, he's, uh, do this podcast. He's le- fewer than 10 innings away from his bonus, which I'm we- rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to go get that money. Really? Woo! We need that money elsewhere. If there is, if there is one I don't one think the Angels thing, are concerned about that. <laughs> I do have two positive things to say about him if we're being as serious as... Jessica was a second ago. Um, <laughs> his expected FIP was only 3.71. And um, what else can I find? What was his actual <laughs> FIP? He struck 9. out more 2, batters 2. than he walked. <laughs> you so know, was... if, if the Angels gave Trevor Cahill a cushy corner office, then I'm, I'm not sure that they mind that he goes to the reception to get a mint. <laughs> wow. You know, you know what's funny about expected FIP? <laughs> expected FIP only... All it basically does is it tells you what his FIP would have been if he didn't allow home runs. And his 4.5 home runs allowed per nine kind of inflated his numbers. Yeah. You know who also Rick loves is Luis Garcia, who walked more batters than he struck out. That's always a positive. Is that bad? Seems bad. He didn't hit. Wait, did he hit anyone? He gave up zero hits. He didn't hit anyone. That looks great. Zero hits and zero hit batters and zero triples, which I guess he, comes into the zero hits. Yeah. So can we, he also did not give up a double. Can we briefly talk about Jose Suarez, um, who the Angels said they had fixed his um, tipping tipping issue, right? Looks, looks like it. They and said yet, they fixed it? I didn't see that. Still, he, he pitched five innings. Um, in the past week, and he gave up two home runs and four runs allowed. So I'm Which not sure what the Angels have fixed. Well, it's but I, mean, I, I have no runs, idea what they're seeing. Four and runs isn't really that big of a a deal, in my opinion. Like if he allowed four and runs across three innings, that's one thing. But five innings is a bit of a different story. I I think that's pretty average for a rookie. I I I. Don't really know what this make of one start. All right. He's still I mean, adjusting to the change. I mean, two home runs in five innings is is something like, you know, maybe three point seven five homers per nine innings. That's a lot. That sounds um, below average for the Angels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Because it's correct. I'll just leave it. <laughs> yep. All right. On that note. Any minor leaguers that we should talk about? I think we discussed earlier there's not really anybody on the 40-man roster that we need to discuss. Most of them that are worth talking about were called up uh, a few days ago, other except for maybe Joe Adele. And Jeremiah Ooh. Jackson. 
And, well, he's not going to get called up or be on the 40 men anytime soon. But, but his performance is noteworthy. He's very noteworthy, absolutely. Wait, so so did I read correctly that we have to put Rojas on the 40-man roster this winter or lose him to the Rule 5? Yes. Then he should probably get a call-up, too, because there's space. You can move any one he, of the pitchers, like Canning, oh, to the 60-man. He should have gotten a, a call-up a long time ago, honestly. I don't know why they've kept him down for so long. The tank. Mm-hmm. Also this is the, before the tank, too. Also, there are no infield spots. I don't think that's why. I just think that they're not high on him at all. Yeah, I, I don't think like, so either. They, yeah. they basically kept Dice for the last two months, even though he hasn't really done anything. The thing is, right. Rojas has a higher defensive floor than Thice has anyway. Right, and right. Rojas and is a good defender. To, all that time tank. came at the expense of not only Rojas, but also Jared Walsh, who they could put have actually found yeah. out if they want to keep him or not, and which, they haven't done that either. But which, now like we can said, call them all up, and it's going to be all good. Yeah, but both of those players had more of a right to be up than Thice, in my opinion. I'm not, like, bashing Thice, even though I'm totally doing that. I was just about to say, it sounds like you are. I'm just just saying that if we're about the high floor rather than the high ceiling, maybe try giving Rojas a chance since his floor is obviously better than Thice's. Well, you know, they're not ready to give up on that top five prospect, right? So, Jose Rojas is 26 years old. Um, He's a third baseman at AAA this season in 125 games. He has a batting line that is 20% better than league average. Um, like AAA average? Yeah. Right, than AAA average. Um, he's hit 31 home runs. He has over 100 runs and over 100 RBIs, which, according to Jessica, is really good. Um, <laughs> Wait, no, that's Jeffrey that's bragging about Oh, that's that Jeffrey, that's right. No, that's RBIs. me. I like no, RBIs. So Jessica likes batting average, and Rick yes. likes... What do you like, Rick? I like runs. <laughs> All right, Rick. Rick no, no, Rick you gets like, his you runs like stolen too. bases. You like stolen. I like bases. stolen bases as well, but I like runs scored. Yeah, so run, those go hand in hand. So yeah, okay, cool. And uh, overall, a batting average of two ninety five on base, three sixty two. Slugging is a miraculous five eighty, which just goes to show you the incred the incredible incredulousness of AAA. Um, mm. I think it would be a shame if the Angels don't call yeah, him up. Yeah, that. That helps. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm making what sure I think? said it right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he is a good AAA player, and we will see him probably, and we'll see if that translates. I don't know what <laughs> else there is to say. It's like been the same thing that it has been for the past three months. Yeah, fair. What is Taylor really... Ward up to? Uh, <laughs> hitting a home run on the last day of the season, part two. Did he? Yeah, he did. He walked off the season. He did it last year. Well, last year, I mean this year. I mean, yeah, that's that's what he's in the store for him. Okay. In store isn't, for him, in the store. Oh, my is, goodness. Isn't the last day of the AAA <laughs> season today? Yes. Yeah. So everyone okay. should be coming up. The game already ended. Oh, it did. I didn't look at it, but I know it ended. Oh. All right. So it'll be interesting to see the call-ups. You know, Jose Rojas led the PCL and RBI. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, why you okay. should call him up, because RBIs star. matter. 
stuff. All right, we're drifting. Because <laughs> he can help us win games, and we need that. All right. Um, are we done with this topic? Because there's something I'd like to talk about. I think we're good. What do you want to talk about before we discuss next week? Andrelton Simmons, his contract's up next year, and the question is, do you extend him right now? No. No? Do you extend him next year, or do you not never extend him? Do you not extend him? Do you trade him, or do you just let if, him? If you, somebody's buying. Hey, no one's buying. Hey, Jeffrey. Yeah? Jeffrey, are you trying to get a rant from me? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is just a setup. You it is totally a setup. Do you trade him, extend him, or just do nothing? Trade. I I actually expressed this earlier. Um, well, like last week. Did so. our loyal 18 ears, including Justin Upton's, hear that, though? I would actually extend him. <clears throat> Why? Like, I would also extend him at this point, as much as it pains me to say it. Why? And here's why. Look, even though okay. he's gotten a bit worse on the defensive end, I know I'm not Rick, but I'll say this. <laughs> on a 162 game pace, he's still a three-win player. And, you know, even if the batting doesn't really return, he's still a plus player at shortstop. There's not a lot of demand on the shortstop front. And at this point, it's just a better value to hang on to him and extend him. And I agree with Rahul for the most part. Um, I believe that our ship has already sailed as far as trading Simmons goes. And I expressed that early in the season. Once he got injured, especially, um, his value will never be lower right now than it is right now. And I think that he has maybe two or three good seasons left before he completely craters. And as a result of that, I think he should be extended on a short contract because we already blew it. You missed out on the opportunity to get the prospects. You missed out on the opportunity to cash in. So now you have to deal with it. It's not, it's not a good thing that we have to extend him, but to just let him go would be a major mistake at this point, and you can't trade him for what he's worth anymore. You already lost out. You already blew it. You have to <laughs> extend him now. And it's not a good thing. It's a terrible consequence of lack of foresight. It's the front office being completely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What terrible news that we have to extend a Hall of Fame player. <laughs> Don't even get me started on whether he's a Hall of Famer anymore or not. <laughs> he, yeah, I he think will, he, he, he kind of blew that this season. Yes. I don't know. He, he has been injured every season we've had him. Every single one. 2017? Why don't we trade him to Oakland so we can see Chapman, Simeon, and Simmons in the same infield? 2017, he played 158 games. Yeah, exactly. He didn't play in, what, four of them? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're right. 2017, you're not going <laughs> to injure But still, three of four seasons is not good, okay? Especially since two of them were major injuries. But True. also the other thing is that they were all fluke injuries, like slipping down the stairs. It doesn't matter turning. what the, what the no, circumstance no, no, no. But is. But it matters in terms of whether you think he's going to get injured again. Right, I'm not but talking the, about whether he's going to or not. The question That's is, does that athleticism about. return to him? Exactly. It has That's something yet. that you can't get back no matter what the injury might be. 
the injury is irrelevant to the athleticism coming back. Well, I or think not. when people talk about injury prone, generally they're looking at whether he's going to be injured again. I don't Since, think Rick is saying that he's injury yeah, prone. He's just I'm, saying that the athleticism is where the value comes from, and that's probably not returning. That's where Rick. Ex- that's exactly stands, right. That's the athleticism is. is where the defense comes from. That's where his value lies. He's not going to be a bad defender by any means, but he will eventually become a utility infielder. That's what that's what his future is because the offense has fallen off a cliff. He's already on the wrong side of thirty now. Like Andrew Elton Simmons is, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's done, but in a couple years, he will no longer be what everybody thinks he will be. So a couple years, you're saying 2021 or so? Yes, I said that he will be a utility infielder by the by his age 34 season. Is That's that what I had said the other day. I'm sorry? Is that 2022? No, he's currently 29, so add like four to five years. Well, he's 29, but he just turned 30. He's in his age 29 season. Oh, when was his birthday? It was like the other day. <laughs> no, Fangraph says it's it's in two days. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a little bit early then. Never <laughs> oh, yeah, mind. He's about it's in two 30. days. Happy okay. birthday, Andrew. <laughs> Yeah, happy birthday, Andrew. <laughs> hey, just not to please pass on the happy birthday wishes to Andrew Simmons. Yeah. Happy birthday. Here's your contract extension. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Happy it's birthday, in two days. Here's My the bad. Here's the other thing. But because he's been underpaid, this, 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 the contract that he signed, he's underpaid, right? Don't you think he'll be chasing, he might be chasing the money? Because this is going to be the last contract, he, last big contract he signs. After this, it'll be one-year deals for the, his life. I think his value will be high enough that he will be okay. How do I in- say this? Incentivized to lock it in. His value will be high enough where the Angels will be incentivized to lock it in, but it will not be high enough For where he will go chasing market. money. Okay, so what do you think is a fair deal? What do you think? What do you think should happen, and what do you think will happen? I, I honestly don't know the answer to that question because Andrelton Simmons expressed he wanted to be extended earlier this season, which mm, could lead true. to a hometown discount. So I have no idea what that would entail as far as him discounting for the Angels. But to, I can't see him. Ta- I can't see him taking a pay cut though from what his current contract is, which is well, I he's think making eight million, million average annual value. What? Eight yeah. point three. Yeah. There's no way yeah. he's going single, uh, not single digits, but. But that's not what a pay cut. That? That's what I'm saying. He's not going to go lower no matter what. But that, I mean. Oh, he's only making $8 million a year now? I thought he yeah. was making like $60 yeah. million. Wait, no. let me check this. The average. No. On average, his AAV is $8 million. Wow, that, that's crazy. It's seven years, $58 million. So, so maybe. Yeah, it was a fantastic value, which is why we should have traded him. That was right. the whole okay, well, reason. All right. So he'll probably get. I mean, he he's making fifteen million in real money next year, so he'll probably want like twelve to thirteen million average annual yeah, value. Which is, I think, it's completely fair for a person who's getting like almost three wins a season. But he'll only be doing that for a couple more seasons. So I think we should extend into a short, like a three-year at three most year contract. 30, three year, maybe mm-hmm. forty million. I would say three years, thirty-six sounds completely fair. Yeah, I agree. With the injury history, I, I think, think it's he fair. might ask for a little more than that. I think well, three years I think, 40 if you want. Well, if you're assuming a hometown discount, three years 36. It really depends on what he can do next year, too. Yep. Yeah. That's You don't All think right. he'll sign an extension before the end of next year, so it'll just be re-signing him? 
I think he'd be making a mistake to do that. I yeah. think it'd be good. I think that'd be good for the Angels, but I think right. he would make a mistake to do that. Why you don't think he'll be bad? Like he could fall off the cliff next year, you know. When he's, he's had been a really healthy, bad season with injury, I don't think he'll be signing an extension this year. No. When he's yeah. been healthy, it's hard to see that he was even half of the defender that he used to be this year. Wait, so why wouldn't he yeah. sign the extension right now then by that logic? I'm really confused. Takes because two sides to get an extension. Yeah, but don't you think the Angels would give him 336 right now? I think what? the Angels might, I don't know. Would they give that, him three years, $36 million right now? That'd be an overpay base. <laughs> I mean, I think that the Angels would do that in a heartbeat right now. I have a, I don't know about I have that. a question moving on from that subject really fast. <laughs> wow, nice. R- really fast. <laughs> I do have a question. So, okay. Not <laughs> saying anything about what we've heard or whatever, but let's say that there was a chance that Pujols might be bought out. Uh-huh. Okay. If there was a chance of that, with the way he has performed for the team lately, and the fact that we'd probably have to pay him anyway, would you prefer that he didn't get bought out right now? No. <laughs> I can't answer that question right now because I don't know. I'd have because to think about it. It's not something that you can put me on the spot with. You know, you're... Even though I feel that he should have been bought out a long time ago or something should have, like, well, some well, extreme amount of money should have been invested toward getting him out of here. You can't, just, like, buy, him... you can't just buy him out, you know. He has to agree to that. You can't right. just be like, bye, he here's would. money. I know, but Unless I'm just saying, if there, was a, if there was a chance of that happening, would you think it'd be worth it at this point? And I think that at this point... It's not worth it. I, I think wouldn't. the answer is on multiple levels because, one, Justin Upton has to commit to playing first base, and we don't know if he's willing to do that. So, Justin, let us know in the comments if you are willing to switch to first base. <laughs> if he is, then there is a chance that I say yes. If not, and he wants to remain in the outfield, I just don't see it having... The enormous beneficial value that I think it'll have. Pujols still puts fans in the seats. Yep. No, he doesn't. He's. You know what? Yeah, he yeah, does. He does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. You know what? Better, better no question. Way. You know, I tweeted I, something about Pujols today, and so many people, like more people, liked that. Some than anything I've tweeted on the Halos Heaven account in the past month. I think. Yeah, but they don't buy tickets because day. of him. They don't buy merchandise because of him. Albert sure Pujols is not a moneymaker anymore. Mm, People I, like I him. People like the legends. And anyway, I just don't see anyone who replaces Pujols at the moment to have the production value that would justify losing all of that beneficial stuff. Actual. In my opinion, in my opinion, the Justin Upton decision to play first base is irrelevant because if you're buying Albert Pujols out for a minimal amount of money, then you're going to need to get a first baseman anyways, regardless of... What do you mean of minimal amount of money? It's not going to be a minimal amount of money. What do you mean? What is no, minimal? No, he doesn't mean that. He means if you can buy him out without spending everything you possibly have in your entire treasury. I mean, he's, if you're going to buy him out, he's going to get like 75% of his contract, I think. Of course, of course. So is that a yeah. minimal amount of money? Yes. Okay. That's, he's... That's, actually ben- that's actually better than I would have expected. Okay, like 90% probably. Yeah, that's fine. 
that's fine. If you can do ninety, if you can buy him out for ninety percent of the rest of his deal, you do you do that yesterday. Yeah. You can't get a first baseman for three million dollars. Yeah, you can. Who? We got Justin Bohr for two million dollars. I mean, first yeah. baseman are a dime a dozen, honestly. First, there's so many first basemen out there every single year on the market. Yeah, they really are. Every I mean, single year. Yeah, they were Carlos Santana. Year. I mean, okay, you didn't get he get him for ten million a year? Who? Carlos Santana. I think he got fifteen or so. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying you can't pr- replace Pujols' production. He's, he's and like yet, the best Carlos first Santana has been like a three to four win player every single year for the last. Yeah, he's been I don't the know, best first years. baseman in the majors for like the past decade. You can't replace Pujols' <laughs> so you're comparing Carlos Santana. So you're com- so I'm saying you get you go get a first baseman like on the market like a cheap one, and you're saying Carlos Santana is the example of that. That's not. That, no, doesn't I didn't say Carlos that doesn't stack up. I said you can't get a first baseman that replaces Pujols' production for $3 million a year. Albert Pujols has produced negative value this year. He's in negative .1 wins. If you include positional adjustment, I just don't see how anyone who comes at the price tag of $3 million a year will be zero war. War, is, uh, war already includes positional adjustments. Yeah, exactly. So you have Exactly. To produce so he's at, produced negative value. You have to produce at... At a, like an offensive level that's higher in order to justify the positional adjustment. So I just don't see anyone out there on the market right now. Look, replacement level players are found on the free agent market every single year for free. Hypothetically. They're out there. Who? Who was replacement level at first base this past year for $3 million? Let's do some research before we get back to that question. Hey, um, better <laughs> yeah. tangent... <laughs> Better tangent. Do you actually think Justin Upton's defense would improve at first base? You guys are going on a lot of tangents. <laughs> All right, Jessica, do you want to reel this in? <laughs> yeah, let's reel this in. I think we need to talk about next week before we. Uh, no, it's oh, fine. Yeah. No, nobody cares about next week. We're, lose, we're losing all the games. I just, I think <laughs> Upton's main problem is his, is his range and his arm. First base doesn't require an arm, and the range is limited. Like, I know his. First step is usually terrible, and that probably won't change much at first. But I think he'd be costing the team less, fewer runs at first than in left. Isn't there talk that um, Justin Upton's main problem is going back to his right? It's back in general. I don't think. I mean, we could look at the outs above average chart. He's made a lot of mistakes going to his left as well, like back and left. But just back at all. I mean, I think it's back. In general, so if you want to play him deeper, so if he plays deep in first base, maybe it's, maybe it's fine, or maybe he can't field at all. Maybe <laughs> well, he'll just change how bad he is. Yeah, and we'll take that. What? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey muted himself so he could rage. And we will absolutely, we will absolutely <laughs> take that. No, we won't. We won't take bad defense at first. We won't take Okay, that. so Jessica, what's the first <laughs> series of next week? Uh, the Angels are heading up to Oakland to take on Mike Fires, Tanner Roark, and Chris Bassett. Basically, so everyone Rick swept. loves. I'm pretty sure Rick well, loves all those pitchers. I like Roark. Wait, Roark and Bassett, and who's the other one? Don't Fires. you like Fires? Uh, oh. Fires. No. That one's no, a loss. I don't. I'm reading. Care. I'm reading this MLB.com blurb, and it says he's <laughs> he's 11 and 0 in his past 20 starts. 
So yes. that's good. Yeah, he's no, he's been great, but I I just don't I don't like fires. I think he's he's annoying. been really good against oh, the angels. Okay. I, thought, too. I thought you liked fires. Yeah. No, I like Keller. So this series is is very meaningful to the A's who are half game back in the wild card. So uh, they're going to come out fighting. That's going to be tough for the Angels. We have a legitimate shot against Roark, but I like Roark, so I think we're going to get swept. Yeah, it's <laughs> Berea, Sandoval, and Suarez, so they're good for like nine home runs. Thir- so Thursday's game again, is at twelve thirty Pacific, by the way. If you guys Sandoval is our best game. chance to win. Yeah, yeah. easily. Yeah, but I mean, the only one who can win is Roark, but I think but it Roark sounds is like he's going it. against Roark. That's yeah. the problem. So, 0-3. Well, Roark's probably the worst pitcher that they're throwing. Yeah. I so agree. Then, I'm just saying, like, that we're going to lose. For that series. Then they go to Chicago to play the White Sox for three games. We don't know the pitchers yet. Um, well, if we see Giolito, that's a loss. Hopefully <laughs> we do. I'm going to go 3-3 three and three on the week. Wow. I think I, three I and three is pretty realistic. I, I just think two against the White Sox, one against the A's. Team Tank probably hopes for something. Uh... I'm saying, like I think two and four is realistic. I'm saying one and five, hopefully. <laughs> I think three and three is pretty realistic, <laughs> considering the White. Let's see who the White Sox might start. Like you got to remember, I mean, we are all on Team Tank here, but also our team is genuinely bad. No, our team is genuinely <laughs> good, though. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, oh, we'll see. Could... We'll see. Listen, we'll see like Ross Detweiler, and his yeah, and we'll see Dylan and Cease. They both have near seventy RAs. Cease killed us last time we saw yeah. him, didn't he? Did we see Cease? I just, and Ivan Nova. I mean, these are. It's not like Giolito or anyone. These are all better. Pitchers oh, actually, than what it's we have. probably Giolito. <laughs> Wait, that's like, the problem. Yeah. So Giolito. Like, um, Detweiler and Cease. That's, I mean, I think that's good for two wins. Unfortunately. I think it's good for one Probably. win. That's one win. What's going to happen is we're going to beat Giolito and lose the other two. Right. Hmm. That's usually how it works out. Yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be, because the White Sox are the White Sox, it might be one of those 2-2 games into the 10th. And then... That we, that we lose in the 15th? I really hope so. Fun. Now we have. I called that, by the way. I wanted to mention that okay. last week. All right, Rick. I totally called that 15 inning loss. All right, Wh- whatever, All right. whatever. <laughs> um, you called the loss. Congratulations. I called the 15 inning loss. Is what I called specifically. <laughs> Nervous right. laughter. So next week we'll see what happens. Uh, there's not a lot of games left, so. Enjoy okay. them while you can. Wait, wait. Predictions for next week. Two and four. One and five. Ooh. A very defeated one and five. Um, I'm going to go two and four as well, just because the Angels are going to angel. <laughs> I'm hoping for one and five. This is. We need to improve our draft position. Every single time we win, we are only hurting ourselves. <laughs> you know my theory. I mean, we hope we hope that the draft position matters, but I don't know that it will with the with the Angels drafting. Okay, I mean, I mean, in order just draft position in order to increase the bonus pool. Then, if you don't think that yeah. we're going to draft anyone properly, the, there is that. But also, the earlier I mean, we guess. draft, the less likely it is we completely screw it up. Yeah, I'm fair. Okay. It's hard fair. for the Angels to screw up the first overall pick. Yeah, 
Normally, it... normally we. No, I think it actually. Like be, I think it would be very hard for them because they'd face industry pressure to draft one at least no. one of the top guys, and some of them would be good. I don't think they're draft... affected by industry pressure at all. No, if you look at I their picks. So. No, all. in terms. No, in terms of like the number one overall pick, though, I think they would be. I think if you drafted mm. not one of the top ten prospect consensus prospects with number one, there would be serious backlash. Realistically, and what's going to happen is okay. Realistically, we're between normally, like eight and fifteen somewhere. Normally, we draft fifteenth or so, and we pick somebody who should be like twenty fifth. Yes. Okay? And yes. Instead, we're going to draft like eighth, hopefully, and we're going to get someone who should have gone fifteenth, which is better exactly. than the original scenario. Exactly. Adele initially, even though he was highly regarded as well. He actually was predicted to go lower a lot of times. Before before he was projected to go to the Angels, yeah, we specifically drafted. because yeah. of the rumors. Yeah, definitely. So we, we, we historically draft lower than our normal spot, but I think that we are going to have better opportunity to not completely botch it and go with a Taylor Ward type the earlier we draft. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my point. That, that's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. And then that also, the our, num- our, our second round draft pick, who's always the superior one pretty much, um, he'll also be a nicer draft pick as a result. Yeah. Yes. And uh, s- something that signing. Andrew, uh, something that Turk's Teeth was saying is he he hopes that the Angels can trade for one of those uh, supplemental picks. Um, Never gonna Texas happen. Texas was actually able to get one for Alex Claudio, but it seems like the Angels are usually late to the boat on that party. But that's something that they should look into in the off season if they can swing it. If the Angels. The Angels could have done that in so many different ways and just completely dropped the ball. I don't think they're going to do it. Does it have to be over the offseason or can it be in the previous trade deadline? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think they just... there, you, No one owns any... Sup- Actually, yeah. I don't know. That would be an interesting question. I think that if they could have done it, they already would have. Already. Okay. <laughs> on that note I think we're good for this week I have more to rant about no, Go ahead. no. <laughs> <laughs> thanks oh, for joining us down today it was very bad I'm very thanks angry for... <laughs> and I'll post the link of the song in the comments so you can get it stuck in your head as well yes let's want. do that thanks for joining us this week everybody until next time adios farewell Good. goodbye Times, 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 times.